Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and our guest today is the Brainerd City Administrator Jennifer Bergman. Jennifer, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you. Always great to be here. Yay. Okay, we've got a lot of things to talk about and I don't know why the first thing that comes to mind is snow. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> and removal look, of it. <laughs> look outside for a minute. It's March 13th. Oh my goodness, right? Mm-hmm. And it uh, seems to be the snowiest month. So, yeah, I've heard anywhere between 10 and 14 inches that we got this weekend. Isn't yeah, that amazing? Yeah, it's all over the place. So just a reminder that there is a snow emergency in effect right now. Downtown was done yesterday, and today there's no parking on all of our snow emergency routes and all north-south streets, all streets west of the Mississippi and all streets south of Wright Street. So please make sure, and then tomorrow it's the east-west streets. Okay. So please make sure that you move your cars. Uh, the city really hates to have to ticket and tow. Yeah. We really don't want to do that. But it's also incredibly important to move that snow and get those streets as wide as we possibly can just for the safety of everybody. Absolutely. It's been a ton of snow this year, and I know we're, we're all getting a little tired of it, <laughs> but, you know, please. And I, I've had the opportunity to ride along with our plow drivers. Oh. It is amazing what a challenge that can be they're dodging mailboxes they're dodging cars and garbage cans and so please just be really mindful of that yeah uh, a couple of things uh i'll I'll ask uh, and and i hate to even mention that i was just checking my weather app and it looks like they may be out again later this week but uh so where does all the snow go that you take from downtown? Because are we running out of space? It's like asking it's- the tooth fairy where the teeth go, Ken. No. <laughs> right. Well, it's actually a really good question. Yes. We do have a lot over on Oak Street. So if mm-hmm. you're driving down Oak Street, you'll see mounds <laughs> of snow over there. Yeah. So they haul that out, you know, as you always see it, right, in the center of the street because there's no place to put that snow downtown. So right. then right. they push it into the center and then they come and remove it. Right. Bring okay. it over to Oak Street. Okay. Yeah. Are we running out of space over there? We are not. It's a pretty big lot. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the other thing I was going to ask is a uh, big story uh, was dealing with how cities everywhere, they budget for a certain amount of uh, snow removal cost. Yes, we do. And uh, everybody's we been... that out yet? <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of cities have is what yeah. it boils down to. Um, do we want to even bring this up? Or? It is so hard to predict right. how much snow we're going to get. And um, I have not looked at the numbers specifically, but I do know that we will be over budget this year in our snow removal. Yeah. 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 Many cities are. Yeah. It's, it's just. Yeah. Uh, average and you try yeah. to make your best guess, right? Yeah. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about some other things that uh, recently been talked about by the city council. Uh, let's start with the streetlight policy. Yeah, so speaking of roads, mm-hmm. right? Um, so the city of Brainerd, I, I've talked about it here before. We've been talking about streetlights for about a year. Hard to believe that it could be such a complicated issue, but there are really so many things to consider when you're talking about streetlights. What type of light fixture? Mm-hmm. What type of mast? Pole? The color temperature, this has been a really big deal, right? Daylight versus bright light. Uh, Where does the light cast? 80% to the street, 20% to the the yard. That's so crazy. Things you don't even think about when you're just walking down the road looking at a street lamp, you know? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And 
what do we want them to look like? And should there be banners on them or electricity so we can plug in, say, Christmas lights? Yeah. yeah. You know? So finally, um, I think we have come to some kind of policy. And the uh, at the March 6th council meeting, the council officially adopted that policy. So we will move forward with our street projects. We'll replace those lights. Um, we'll also be working on commercial corridors such as Oak Mill College when time and money allow. Sure. So now we have all of that figured out and now we'll try to replace it so that at some point in the future, all of our street lights are uniform. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Okay. It'll look really nice. Okay. Tess, I know you had this in the news the other day. We were talking about uh, chickens and ducks. Yes, there's been some movement on that, hasn't there? There has been, and it's really amazing. I was just at a training a, a week and a half ago or so with other city administrators and some elected officials. This has been a hot topic, not oh, yeah. just in Brainerd. Oh, it's oh, no. huge. No. Just a hot topic. Mm-hmm. So on March 6th, the council approved an ordinance amending our city code in regards to chickens and ducks because we're also hearing duck eggs are really good as well. Yep. Hmm. So prior to the change, our code only allowed for four animals. That's a combination of dogs, cats, chickens. Now, the council amended it so that people are allowed to have four ducks and chickens in addition to, to those cats four and animals. Dogs. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So it's great. You know, people can get their own eggs yeah. in their backyards. Yep. Yeah. It's kind of a neat so, thing. So uh, I am I just want to make sure I'm following this. Uh, is the limit four chickens, or if you have no cats and dogs, can you have more than four chickens? The limit is four chickens. There we go. Four, four chickens. winged things there. <laughs> no roosters. Yes. Just yes. chickens. God, yeah. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I live out where the roosters are allowed. <laughs> yeah. Wake up call, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Very interesting. I know also you've been talking about alcohol in the parks. We have been. That's been another uh, really interesting discussion on what people will allow feel comfortable with so the currently our city code only allows for 3.2 beer which i don't even know if that's a thing anymore and it's only allowed in memorial park by professional baseball associations and licensed vendors okay so the park board discussed the option of maybe making alcohol available in parks during special events and then they asked the city council um to maybe consider changing this ordinance. The city council and the park board had a joint meeting, Mm -hmm. met together and really kind of hammered out some of the issues that were important to them. Um, The discussion ultimately was to allow consumption of alcohol in parks that are designed for gatherings, like parks with pavilions, and maybe not in parks that don't have those types of facilities, like Mm -hmm. Triangle Park. Mm -hmm. Triangle is just a playground set, right? right? Yep. Do we yep. want alcohol in that type of, you know, park? Right. Eh. So sale, you could sell that too, but it would be regulated through the local and state requirements, like for licenses, for temporary mm-hmm. on sale or um, all of those event applications, and that'll be re- reviewed on a case-by-case basis. Um, for example, if someone has an event that they would like to have alcohol, mm-hmm. they would just go ahead and submit an application to the for city, permit, yeah. would be reviewed, determine whether or not they need a, a license for that as well. Okay. So this will be brought, this isn't official right. yet, um, just a discussion, but the park board will talk about this at their meeting in March and then ultimately will be brought to the city council for okay. their consideration. So Good deal. yeah, we'll see. Very interesting. 
All right. Uh, we continue to talk about uh, the Washington Street construction project. We know it's coming. We do. And I, I sometimes I feel like a broken record, but I think it is such an important project. Mm-hmm. I think we should just be talking about it every time we have the opportunity. Um, it's in 2026, right? I right. mean, it seems like a long ways away. Yeah. It'll be yeah. here before we know it. Mm-hmm. MnDOT is required to get municipal consent. So what does that mean? That means they need to get the city council's permission on their final design and layout. So the council held a public hearing on February 21st on the MnDOT 210 project. And the decision was made to continue um on to the next step, and that will be from MnDOT now to hire the engineering firms and the consultants that need to actually physically lay that out, more of the nuts and bolts of how that is going to happen. Okay. I really just, I I can't say this enough, um, how much the city council was actively involved with the discussion with MnDOT. Uh, We've been talking about this for about 18 months. Uh, Council members uh, Johnson, O'Day, our former council member Tad Erickson, uh, as well as Mayor Badeau, has met with MnDOT countless times. Of course, MnDOT's concern is moving traffic, Mm -hmm. right? Right. They want to get cars through our city. Our concern is the people who live here, our businesses, and how do we continue to protect them and protect our pedestrians and bikers who are trying to get from one side of Washington to another. Mm -hmm. So I I think the city didn't get everything they wanted, but I think we got a lot. Um, I think MnDOT was really good to work with the city and make sure that they were making some of those concessions, not only for the city, but also some of our business owners who really felt strongly about Mm -hmm. their property, right? Absolutely. So anyway, um, we move on to the next step. We might not be talking about 210 for a while. I think it'll take MnDOT a while for them to get those plans ready, but there will be more public outreach. Of course, at some point, we're going to talk about detours, Yep. you know, how that's going to work. And of course, the public will be able to comment on that as well. And and just to clarify, Jennifer, so are the actual plans for the reconstruction, are they done? They, the... The layout is done. Okay. The layout is set. Right. Will there be some tweaks? Yeah, as they go into engineering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But generally speaking, we have two roundabouts. Okay. Okay. You know, we have a reconstruction project through a section of 210, a mill and overlay on other sections, um, where the turns are, right in, right out, Mm -hmm. where the left turns are. All of that has been determined. Very good. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think another exciting thing about this project, too, the city is applying for a grant to do a pedestrian bridge. Okay. So, and that would be attached to the Lum or to the Cuyuna State Trail. Okay. And that potentially, if we're able to get grant funding, could be a pedestrian bridge that would go from Lum Park over 210. And again, safer for those bikers who are coming yeah. you know, down the Cuyuna Trail as we extend that Cuyuna Trail through the city wow. of Brainerd. Yeah. So Lots of plans. Yeah, gonna, stay tuned. We yeah. really hope that we can get these grant funds and that can be done as an overall part of this 210 project as well. Yeah. Okay. But it's expensive. 
Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Nothing's cheap these days. Nothing is cheap these days. <laughs> and it seems every time it gets pushed back a year, that's more expensive because we know everything goes up every year, it, right? Indeed it does. And, we, you know, kind of trying to plan for what that increase. Again, it's like snow removal, right? How do yeah. you predict what the economy is going to do in the next couple of years, mm-hmm. too? But at least trying to build in some of that. Yeah. And clarify again for our listeners, Jennifer, uh, because this involves a state highway, is some of the cost being picked up by the state, some by the city? How does that all work? It is. Some of the cost will have to be picked up by the city. It's really those intersections that are not fully state intersections. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have our own city streets that come into 210, yes. and there will be a portion that will be the responsibility of the city of Brainerd. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, the state is applying for a raise grant for this 210 project. There's a lot of federal funds out there right now for transportation. Yeah. And Boy, it'd be great if the state got that grant and it could cover potentially some of the cost of the city as well. So, you know, there's opportunities out there. And, of course, as staff, we're going to do everything we possibly can to get the the tax burden on the, you know, on our residents as low as we possibly can. Yeah. Yep. In the meantime, you probably uh, have some plans for work this summer and the next before this major project on some of our regular streets, right? Thank you for bringing that up. (laughs) We certainly do. As you may recall, we were going to be doing a significant portion of North Brainerd last year. But because of supply chain um, issues primarily, and we postponed that to 2023, that project will start uh, as soon as the snow is gone. In fact, I think it'll start before... July. (laughs) (laughs) It very well could be. I think they'll even start before road road restrictions are off. It's a big, big big project project. in North Brainerd. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. And do I understand we are going to uh, be retiring somebody here? We are. So, you know, last but certainly not least, uh, Chief Police Chief Bestel mm-hmm. has announced his retirement, and wow. we are super excited for him, and we are super sad for us. He has been an amazing police chief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um He is officially retiring on June 16th. And so the city has been working on succession planning. Right. And so we do have decided to just post the chief position internally. Mm -hmm. We did have two applicants from within the police department interviewing both of those candidates and hopefully uh, have a recommendation to the city council. Hopefully, maybe even at the next city council meeting, but maybe the first meeting in April. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, we're going to celebrate Chief Bestel for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, It has been a tough couple of years to be a a police officer. Yeah. And so he has just really done an amazing job, Mm -hmm. not only with the officers we have, but within the community. So we're lucky, lucky to have had him as our chief. Of course, we thank him for that. Yeah, Yeah. we thank him and say congratulations on a great career in law enforcement. Mm -hmm. And he will be here. Um, I will ask him to come with me to a community focus sometime before he officially Please do. Either April or May. That'd be great. Sounds good. Okay. In the meantime, folks, uh, if you ever have questions about snow emergencies, you should always check the city website, correct? City website. Please sign up for Everbridge. Um, There are, you know, notifications that you can get via text through Everbridge. You can find all of that information on the city's website. Follow us on Facebook. We really try to do our best to get the word out there about snow emergencies. Mm -hmm. Sometimes hard to reach everybody, but we will continue to try. Call City Hall if you ever have questions. We're happy to answer. 
answer anybody's questions. Okay. Sounds good. Let's and please move those cars. Yeah. yeah. And think spring. Think yeah. spring. Oh, boy. The sun's shining. At least there's that. <laughs> so far, yeah. so yeah. good. Yeah. All right, Jennifer, thank you very much for being here today to keep us up to date on all these issues. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you again next time. Thanks, Ken. Thanks, Tess. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Jennifer Bergman is the Brainerd City Administrator. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. And that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs are available to listen to anytime. They're on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. Or you can always listen to through our free downloadable app, and that is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.